So the good news is that love is dead. But the bad news is that Marion isn't. So Love and Joe decide that they are going to swing with the suburban couple of the century. This suburban couple of the century is the alpha of alphas and the mom blogger of the century. Um, Their swinging is the real deal. They have... NDAs, and they also have equipment that they bring along in these handy hard cases. So they have um, medical aphrodisiacs and any kind of lube you want, any kind of toy you want, any kind of, they have guns, they have weapons, fetish weapons. I mean, whatever floats your boat, they bring it to you. Force you to sign your life away so that you will never tell anybody and they can keep their image the way they want to keep it. During the course of this swinging session that they choose to have, love is a psycho. And they're doing all of this in order to tamp down the psychotic tendencies just so that they can exist as, quote, normal people for just another day. Joe begins to be sexually active with the wife of the Alpha. And upon seeing her husband be straddled by the mom blogger of the year, she loses her mind. She is way too damn jealous to watch her man do that. They go downstairs and they begin to have an argument in the middle of the damn swing or what have you. And during the course of this argument, there are details being argued super damn loud about the woman that love killed. These two, the super mom and dad of the year are upstairs, but they're kind of ear hustling and they find out some juicy details that Love and Joe cannot afford to allow them to live and go tell some other people about. So all hell breaks loose and a fight breaks out so that they can subdue these two. And if you've ever seen the youth series, Joe is notorious for having this glass cage that he constructs in the basements of wherever he works or wherever he does majority of his business by trade joe is a book rehabber he takes classic books like first editions and he makes them real good and and puts different covers on them and cleans them up and sells them for profit and in the first season in the second season he always has some kind of a librarian-esque type of job where he would rehab books and resell them and it was the perfect cover for a psycho killer love has this see-through glass you know bulletproof cage in the basement of her bakery she was inspired to build herself one 
which like I said, is the love show because she got that. She totally ripped that off from Joe. It's not even his thing anymore. Um, so at first I thought they just killed him, which I thought would have been better, but in order to get the rest of the half of the season told, they had to keep these two alive down there. So they put those people in the cage and they put them down there. And these two, instead of being, um, instead of groveling for their lives, they're totally down there, um, checking their, <laughs> they're like down there checking their, you know, emotional level and, the husband's doing yoga and the wife is like doing all these breathing techniques in order to bring their cheese back in line and they're reevaluating themselves and they're having heart to hearts and she's saying that you know you wouldn't love me if I didn't do all this extra stuff and he's like I loved you before you did all that you don't even have to do all this so they had a half of a moment with each other and these two are so damn neurotic and so crazy that they are actually able to find the spare key that love hid down there from joe because they don't trust each other so they each of them decided that they were going to hide a key inside of the glass cage so that when the other one decided to kill them they would be able to escape so they end up getting out of this contraption and they are so full of themselves and so just neurotic about everything that instead of coming out and running to the police and telling them everything, they take it, internalize it and make it into a, our marriage was almost dead, but we revived it. Let me give you 10 tips to, you know, um, jumpstarting your marriage. And they go on like a national tour and they're on stage and they're motivationally speaking and they're even worse than they were before if you can imagine that so joe and love as a result of them having to subdue the power couple of the millennia they break down all the way down and the psychosis is in full throttle because joe ends up killing love and just he goes ahead and he gets rid of her and it's the end of her but in order for him to be able to get rid of her and to do it in a way where he can cover his tracks as killers smart ones try to do he makes it look like she killed herself he also makes it look as though there was some kind of a struggle that ensues between them to the degree that he lops off two of his toes, like the pinky and the one next to it. And he leaves that in a strategic place. He turns the gas on the stove, blows the house up. He takes their baby who has the, the baby disappeared in the whole, in about, there were 10 episodes in the season. The baby disappeared in in seven of those 10 episodes. The baby didn't exist. They didn't have to be parents. That's why I think that when you write children into a story, you weigh the story down in a very unnecessary way that makes the entertainment factor evaporate for me. Because there is a way to do children that can be, I guess, can be entertaining. But there are very few dramas that I see that can pull it off. Um, So, Joe... 
the baby is just expendable. And and this is why I think that children are a no-go in a drama with adults. Bring me any scenario, but just don't bring the children into it. Because what happens is when the children lose their plot usefulness, they discard them like a tissue. And I just think that's so dumb. Like, you don't have to do, you didn't even have to write the child into the story. I understand the tension and it making Joe want to stay with love for that reason. But I mean, come on, you're a psycho. It's not going to work. So what they, what he does. And again, like I said, I just, I don't like the way they, they always ruin the children's story. So he goes and like I said, Joe always works as a librarian and the way he met Marion is in the library and there was also another worker there who is blind and he has a partner and he and his partner have been attempting to adopt for a long time and for one reason or the next they have not been able to successfully secure a child to adopt so what does joe do joe leaves the baby on the damn doorstep of these guys house and they take that baby it's christmas for them basically and I guess one could say, oh, it's so sweet. They finally got a baby. But it's like, Joe, this is this is all you think of your child. Really, this is this is the best that you could do. And I understand that people think that adoption is the best, you know, when the when the parents suck. And I suppose there's an argument to be made for that. And that's really not my point. My point is that you're done with the baby. So you you just leave it somewhere. So they are in heaven. There are some some scenes where the guys take the baby in and it is like the baby came directly out of their loins. That baby could not have gone to a house that was going to love him more, probably. And they do exactly what you think they're going to do. They dote on him. They love him. They take good care of him. And it's like, okay, fine. But you know what? That baby is never going to be right in the head when he finds out what happened. So... Joe, being able to exist in full psycho mode again, decides that he is done with the neighborhood he has to be because he's done so much dirt that he has to move location. And he does. He takes his self. I was going to say him and his child, but he takes himself all the way across the pond to Paris. And at first I was like, yes, Joe it's not a love show anymore. Great. I can start watching this again because Joe is who I want. But upon a little bit more reflection, I realized that um, Marion is worse. She is worse. Marion did survive. Marion and her daughter. Um, the reason why she was able to... Marion has a past. She is an ex dope fan she is a crackhead y'all know i call everybody a crackhead it doesn't matter what they used to do she is an ex-crackhead and as a result um she lost her child to her husband who was also ex-husband who was also a crackhead but he ended up getting a good job and that job afforded him the ability to fight dirty in court and he was able to uh, he was able to secure um guardianship joe killed him so Marion was able to have her child back. Marion is French by nationality. So Joe going to France is him thinking, you know, I'm going to run into you one day, Marion. I can't wait to see you, blah, 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 blah. 
But I'm not excited for season four because it's going to get a season four because Marion is an SJW on steroids. And I don't think I can take it. Um, For me, um, producers, writers, since season four, I don't know if season four has been written yet. How would I know? But um, if any of you all happen to listen, I'm going to tell you this. A, I am tentative. Is tentative the right word? I really don't want to watch season four. Not only because Marion is a super SJW, um, but because you guys have ruined Joe. Y'all ruined Joe. How did we ruin Joe? A, love. Love ruined Joe. Love ruined Joe. Two, Joe, all of season three. Now, did Joe kill some people? Yes, he killed the husband to Marion. And yes, he killed love. But that's Joe's MO. He's supposed to kill the woman that he's with. But it's also not his MO because he didn't love love. Like he didn't even love her. Joe only kills the women he loves. And I know that's sick, but I'm just saying he only kills women that he obsesses over. He was not obsessed with love at all anymore. Um, Y'all ruined Joe. Joe was a psycho and season one, you could just feel his creepiness. He, he was creepy. He was creepy, but he was so likable. And you know what? Even in his psychotic tendencies, um, Joe had a personality. And he had an interesting personality too. Season three killed it. And the reason it killed it for me is because, you know what? Him getting with these super SJWs, his damn character changes. His personality changes. Your personality should not change. Maybe your actions might have to change depending on the situation, but his personality changed so much that I feel like you guys made Joe into just like a, y'all just made him into something where he can just be anything. And that just was not what Joe was. Joe was very specific in who he was, what he liked, what he didn't like, what he did, what he didn't do. He and Marion do not match. No, not just because of the obvious reasons, because you know how I am, y'all. I feel like, okay, if I'm looking at you and I'm looking at you and I'm trying to figure out, do I think either of y'all would be checking for each other? Y'all would not even be checking for each other. Like, why would you be checking for each other? I don't get it. Number one. And number two, I just don't think that he and Marion have as much of an obsessive, um, that obsessive stalker thing to me. It just didn't work. It was ham fisted. We could tell, I could tell that you guys needed to give Joe an obsessive out, but she wasn't it. I felt like the woman that y'all killed in the beginning, the woman that you guys killed at the beginning of season three, she, she was a good match for him. Like they made sense. He would be checking for her. She would be checking. Matter of fact, she was checking for him and he was checking for her. So yes. They made sense. They matched to me. And him being willing to kill his wife and just throw his child on the doorstep would have made more sense with her than it did with does with Marion. Marion is so um she is just a she's so pious and so um unappealing as far as her character because she's always got this kind of snide kind of pomposity that makes you feel like damn 
Joe. You know, you can never do anything right with her, right? And other conquests that he has had, he and the woman were super duper in love. And they began to start to ask questions and dig into his closet. And then they found out he was psycho. And then they tried to get away and he had to kill him. But before all that, they really loved each other. This girl here has got Fort Knox up around her. And how her and Joe end up getting it in, I have no idea. Nevertheless, so season four, I don't have high hopes for. It is going to be Super SJW, which I cannot stand. Except they're going to be in France with it, which doesn't make it any better. Um, The one character that I really, really like is still alive theo so there is a part of me that says you know what mm, i might have to watch it for theo because i do love theo i'm so glad they didn't kill theo off um i did expect that he died but he did not um his father also did his stepfather also didn't die which is important because the stepfather had installed cameras all over the town and they were surveilling he would surveil his neighbors and he put one up right in front of the bakery that Love has. So he was able to piece together the fact that Love and Joe has something to do with the wife's murder. And because of that, they are going to have, in my opinion, something to do with season four. Because Joe, is not he didn't get away with anything because they have a file which theo was able to steal from his dad and theo is in possession of some serious information on joe so you know as much as i don't want to watch season four i am excited to watch theo i like theo i just might have to make it the theo show for myself and i mean i am excited to see theo find love like actual love he loved love he was more so obsessed with love she was older um and you know, she had pure drama behind her life and he thinks he has drama too. And they kind of connected on that. She, rem he reminded her of her dead brother that she killed. Um, and so I could see why I, I can understand why they had a, the connection that they had, but was it giving Theo real love? No. And honestly, I would not have maybe would not have been upset to see Theo and love get together and be together for real. Except love was so blindingly jealous by the thought of Joe being with another woman and not her. She would have never been able to just move on peacefully without at least killing Joe and then being with Theo. So, but season four of you, will I watch writers? If you're listening to me, listen to me. I don't really care about Joe anymore. Number one, he is hobbling around friends he's like got this noticeable limp like why would you why would you do that i mean it's like i know you want the evidence to look a certain way when forensics goes in and they start examining things but the fact that you blew the house up what are the odds that two fucking the smallest toes on your foot that they are still intact all ready for forensics to say oh she lopped his feet off pack up and go home everybody nothing to see here i mean it's like joe you could have kept all your damn toes and still blew the house up. I mean, they've got the file on you. You're going down whether you hobble to jail or just walk. You know, so I don't 
know if I think that that made a whole lot of sense. Unless he wasn't going to blow the house up. But he blew the damn house up. So it's like, I mean, come on. So um, I don't like the fact that the strong, psychotic guy who always kind of won, he was always winning, that he loses now. And he ain't got no foot. Like, what woman wants you hobbling after her? That's scary. The thing that made Joe attractive in a literal sense was that he was cute and approachable and a regular guy like he was a regular dude and no woman is gonna be checking for you when she accidentally sees you hobbling behind her like that on a dark parisian street like nobody cares about that but writers if you're listening i'm cool with the theo shout <laughs> i'm cool with the theo show and if somehow theo can just kind of extradite joe back to la and make him go to jail. And then it'd be the Theo show. And Theo has a couple of screws loose. I'm cool with that. I I, I will ride with Theo. Because I think he's very cute. And I like his attitude. So there is that. That's the conclusion of you. Season 3. If you want to watch it. Watch it on 2 times speed. So you don't eat up too much of your life. I am your bookie. And I thank you for listening to this episode. And I will talk to you in the next story. Mm-hmm.